Hello. And a happy new year. That is true. Yeah, yeah. our first podcast of 2020, you guys. You might say we're late to the party, but we are the party. So we are the party. Yourself. Now it started. Okay, so that's. And you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. And you're invited. You're here. You're listening. You are also part of the party in attendance. And this week we are. Wait, are we packing any punches or not packing any punches? What's the saying? Uh, not packing any punches, right? Yeah. Well, whatever it is, we're doing it. Wait, whatever <laughs> it is, there, there are there are no holes barred. That's also a saying. <laughs> <laughs> any holes to goal this week is what we're going to say. <laughs> and a goal for our first topic is Canada as a welcome refuge because it's been in the news since New Year's. Well, since they decided to, to leave the royal family. Mexit, Harry and Meghan leaving. Mexit. So probably everybody's heard of this by now, but it's yes. still an ongoing thing and it is extremely dramatic. So those of you who have watched The Crown, which is pretty much everyone at this point, knows how dramatic the royal family are. And uh, all of the shenanigans that go on. So, Meghan Markle, who married Prince Harry, yeah. who is the grandson of Queen Elizabeth. Um, when did they get married? 2018, I want to say. Yeah, I think so. In our uh, special episode uh, recapping the last decade, we were like, um, William was in 2012, yeah, 2011, okay. 2012. Yeah, and yeah. Then, so it was like bookending the decade, kind of yeah. like 2012, 2018. Yeah, this is it. Um, but they have decided to step back from royal duties and move to Canada. And like, absolutely understandable. People are outraged by it. And I don't know if I really understand why you would be outraged. Especially because he's sixth in line for the throne, so it was never going to happen. Like, he was never going to be king. Right, exactly. And, you know, she was a very successful working actress. She'd worked mm. for the UN. She is a really successful woman. And worked on the Deal or No Deal, presenting the cases for a bit. Deal or No Deal? Yeah, where you have like the case and you, uh, it's like one is the one million case. Oh, really? Yeah, she was in the, yes, she was one of the dealer no deal models with Howie Mandel. And there's a lot of memes now of I her th- opening the case where it says $5 and it's like Megan looking at her bank account after she's left the royal family. It's <laughs> this, like, is ah! a, this is amazing. I did not know this. But yeah, so she, I mean, she's obviously a successful woman in her own right. And she became part of the royal family and probably just. It was way more shit than she thought it was going to be. I think so, yeah. Because, you know, the UK press has been so unkind to her. Really racist, yeah. misogynistic, just at every opportunity attacking her. And the double standard between how things are reported um, with regards to Kate Middleton, who mm. is the other kind of... The um, golden child, yeah. Absolutely, who married Princess... Uh, Prince William, <laughs> Princess William, everyone. Gender is a constant. Exactly. Um, Prince William. Um, yeah, so the way they report on her is it's just completely opposite to how yeah. they would report on the exact same scenario had it been Meghan. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I just think... Good for them. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. They're yeah. still young. They have a, they have a son who they they didn't want to give a royal title to. Is that I correct? I think was it also William's children. The youngest one as well, wasn't it? Yeah, which I thought was a bit shit because then he's just the only one of his yeah. siblings who's never going to have a shot. Yeah. But yeah, it makes sense just to take away some of the pressure. 
Yeah, exactly. But uh, I think it, it'll it'll do wonders for their mental health. Obviously, the whole turmoil is going to be very stressful. But once yeah. this is over, they'll really be living a much happier, simple life, I think. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, well, I mean, the shenanigans that went on and the, the, the media frenzy that is, like, encompassing it right now is is hilarious to me. So, like, people think that the Queen is completely... She's not amused, she's, is she? Yeah. She is not amused. She's absolutely livid. The, the Madame Tussauds uh, waxworks of Harry and Meghan... She snatched them right out of Yeah, <laughs> she snatched the Melt waxworks. them all. <laughs> So, yeah, I think it, for a while it will just be kind of following what they're doing in their new lives. But then... I would have loved to be be there, like, in the, the confrontation talk. Because she didn't even know the Queen. And then she, like, probably read it from, like, got it up from the newspapers or something. Right. She must have been fuming. Absolutely livid. I wonder if she, she shouted at them, if she's a shouter. If she, just because we, we learned that she applies her makeup every day, except before the Christmas speech. Yeah. So just, like, sitting at her makeup table, just not looking at them, being like, I wish she hadn't done that. <laughs> Just like this, this calm, seething anger just emanating from her while she just beats her face. I Flick mean, of her wrist is like, you'll be moving to Canada then. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you Within well. the hour. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly hope there are no bear attacks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Philip, well. send in the bears. <laughs> Yeah, so bless them. I I think yeah. I think it's a good decision, and also like it's your prerogative to change your mind. I think people are saying, oh, you, you know, she knew she signed up for marrying into the family, and I don't think you know that people. I mean, you know, You'd, obviously you have like a certain idea, but you can't imagine like everything that comes along with it. Just because exactly. there's so many things the public doesn't even know. Yeah. Exactly. Can only speculate. I mean, she's she's set up for like a bright future. She's already made Disney deals for for like voiceover roles. Yeah, and I mean, people will eat that up, right? Like a mm. like a for like. And a, she's got a good voice. She's a good actress. She, like, she is a good actress. This is the thing. She's got so many like skills. She had a successful career, so and she's made history, yeah. especially like representing the black community in the royal family. Absolutely, Milestone, shattering so many like glass ceilings, but um. And then she's like, "Nah, I'm good. Yeah, I've done what I came here to do, and I still have my husband." Like she didn't, she didn't go, come like going there for her publicity. She clearly loves him. Yeah, exactly. And so she just wants, um, and I think also him, he doesn't want the same thing that happened to his mom to happen to to her. It must be super, yeah. super stressful actually, kind of going through that whole scenario yeah. and feel like history is repeating itself, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It's intense. Well, the most shocking thing about this is that the Queen is still driving around her own car because there was like a video of her driving like this Range Rover through the countryside. And I was like, how is this safe? Yeah, I mean, how old is she? She's in her late 80s, right? If, no, didn't she turn nine or like 89? Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe she, yeah. But she's like, no registration plates. She's 93. She's 93. Okay, so she is driving around... Um, you know, gung ho, and uh, she is still Move, living. Bitch, get out the way. <laughs> She's still living her life, um, which is fine. But I, I, I would be scared on, the, be on the roads of of Britain if I, I mean, were Harry and Meghan, especially. You know, we we must recall only last year when Prince Philip almost killed somebody. I mean, on he the looks road. like he died fifteen years ago. Looking at his 
just the Absolutely. face. I'm, it's Skeletor. It's Skeletor. I'm convinced it's Weekend at Bernie's and he's been dead for years and they're just wheeling him out <laughs> for up, occasions, yeah. honestly. But it's like uh, the mountain in Game of Thrones where it's just like being kept alive through some mechanism. You don't question what it is. Absolutely. But you just don't trust They've it. They've got yeah. some kind of elixir of life going on in there. Hopeful Elizabeth going to sleep in the same bed because... <laughs> Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So, also, award season is upon us. Oh, and it is as white as I am, which isn't a good thing. <laughs> which isn't a praise. Um, again, yeah, so Oscar nominations came out, and there was lots of, I mean, every year people talk about who's been snubbed, and, um, you know, you have expectations of certain things that you think will get recognised. But every single year, you can guarantee that it is predominantly absolutely. white. I think J-Lo didn't get nominated for Hustlers, which is, is a shame. But then Lupita Nyong'o didn't get a nomination for Us. And yeah. she was so good. She was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Ugh. And it's just... It's the same. It's the same old thing. Like, and also, uh, women not getting recognised. No women directors. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it just it it kind of seems that these awards are not that they seem archaic now. They're not keeping up with the pace of what we want from, um, like the film industry. They're not keeping up with the diversity that actually everybody wants now yeah and uh for work to not get recognized because it's now it's being made more than it ever has been like the 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 glass ceiling has been broken in that sense so for it to be being made i mean obviously to a lesser extent than you know the opportunities given to white men still but you know for it not to get for these films not to get then recognized in a professional sense it's not the be all and end all but it also you just question why the thing is, there's already, like, the best actor, best actress distinction, so why not do the same thing for directors, just to, to give, like, an equal chance for, for female yeah. directors? That would be a first step. Yeah. And it wouldn't be, like, t- too far of a stretch. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, so uh, Greta Gerwig's um, Little Women, she got snubbed as... Yeah. Uh, yeah, w- wasn't nominated. Yeah, because that was fantastic. I watched that recently, and it's... Um, it's such a lovely adaptation. It's I haven't watched it yet, but I really want it's to. It's great, yeah. honestly, because the the um the BBC, the British Broadcasting um people, what does the C stand for? A company. Hi, company. There we go. Um, they did an adaptation a couple of years ago, maybe three was years ago. Was it like ago. a miniseries or yeah, something? Like yeah, like a miniseries, mm-hmm. and um and that was wonderful. And I was kind of concerned because that, that was my most yeah, that was my most recent and and I thought very good uh, adaptation. And uh, yeah, and then you go in, you think, oh, maybe I'll uh, I'll be comparing and no, it's usually quite good at like the the British his, uh, literature adaptations, like yeah. all of the Jane Austens yeah. and yeah. the Bronte sisters and Little Women, like. They usually do a really good job, especially because there's so many good, like, classically trained actors in Britain. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think as well, because they have such uh, kind of um, still relevance and they are classics, these novels, when they come into films, you can get the big names attached to them because everybody knows them and everybody will want to watch the new adaptation. So I think they can have that start. Just like Cats, Absolutely. So shall we talk about cats? I I feel like everybody just disagreed how how bad it is. I mean, it was horrendous. Do, do you know what the uh, Have you watched it? No. I have watched it. Oh, you have. I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, I have not. It's it's just funny. It's unbe- it's kind of unbelievable. 
I think you just sit there and you think, wow, wow, guys, there were some choices that were made. Yeah, but I think going in with that mindset, it's going to be enjoyable just for the sake of it Absolutely. being so ridiculous. I knew yeah. that, like, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I was paying my hard-earned cash for just a, a moment of surreal hmm. uh, entertainment. What critics have said is that Taylor Swift is actually one of the more redeeming parts of the film. And so you know it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what they say, you know Which it's Which is surprising bad. because she's, out of all the stars in that, well, maybe Bar Jason Derulo, she's mm. the least appealing in terms of acting and then music. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kind of... Uh, more surprising, but the casting is a hodgepodge. <laughs> it's really the only word. It doesn't help that there's not really much of a story, and it's just no. And, and the thing is, is that I really like Cats the musical because it's full of whimsy. It makes yeah. no sense. It's not a feature film, really. Nor should it ever. Nor should have it ever been. be. <laughs> clearly, and, and then you add in these kind of like we've discussed before. These kind of the the bizarre aesthetic choices that yeah. they went for and it was a mess but i i enjoyed it for that very reason i love that yeah, 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 yeah. it's making the best out of a dire yeah. motion picture and i couldn't not watch it this was the this was the thing i had to well one of the major oscar snubs cats hasn't been nominated at all, not even for costume design and i mean i mean guys <sighs> really recognize yeah. But I was looking through the nominations for, for in the acting categories at least, and literally um, it's Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Brad Pitt, Kathy Bates, Laura Dern, Scarlett Johansson. It's all white people yeah. except Sinjo Erivo and um, Antonio Banderas, yeah. who's Hispanic, but it's just not a lot out of like, what, 20, 25 people? Yeah. It's shockingly low. It is shockingly low, yeah. And it's. um. I I just feel it's it, it's it's just more and more. It's unsurprising, but it's surprising how they haven't taken note of, of, of how the climate is changing. Especially with, on the one hand, so many international movies now kind of getting in the spotlight because we had um, yeah. Parasite, yeah. which I've seen and I loved. Yeah, and I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's my it's my pick for for best picture, even though I think they're going to give it to 1917. Okay, yes. There's like a lot of Oscar buzz around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or if, if it goes to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... I lose all my faith in humanity, but also the farewell with Aquafina, who she like that she wasn't nominated for either, and it was touching and great. And she is a tour de force and absolutely. shows she can do comedy and drama. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She, I, I would say she's going to be one to watch for twenty twenty. She yeah. just popped up there last yeah. year and did like the the Ocean's Eight yeah. and uh, Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. and then yeah, just stole. Yeah, she. Stepped onto uh, the scene. Yeah, absolutely. She's gonna be, yeah, an absolute trailblazer for twenty twenty. I expect really great things from her. Yeah, so it's exciting. And we also had the Screen Actors Guild Awards this Ooh, week. Oh, that is true. And uh, the the main uh, hype and buzz was around Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston's little. Uh, people were calling it a reunion, but you know. Well, how like, often do they see each other? I don't know. I saw this meme and somebody like superimposed the the poster for Maleficent in the background and was like, Maleficent three looks <laughs> looks great. Angelina Jolie just menacingly is luring in the background. How hilarious! But you know what? Like, I have I have some theories about why everyone went mental for mm -hmm. it. I think because, well, 
for one, I think Jennifer Aniston is the girl next door. Every, Always will be, yeah. Everybody loves Jennifer Aniston. I also think her kind of her coming to Instagram has again made everybody Broke fall in love with her. Platform, she, yeah, yeah, she's just like on the radar at the moment. And I also feel like because everybody knows her as Rachel from Friends uh, so integrally, like they, they just know her as that. And I still think the whole Ross and Rachel, like that dynamic is in people's minds. That will they, won't they? They're applying and to this situation. Life. Exactly. So I really think people have taken that fictional element of her and applied it yeah. to and her. The lines and then, are blurred. Exactly. Yeah. And then this scenario is just like so exciting. And I think it's January and everyone is bored shitless. And so exactly. this is really exciting. <laughs> Speaking of Instagram, because she just took last, like end of last year, joined the platform. I was looking up who the most followed celebrities are on Instagram. And I expected it to be Beyonce or one of the Kardashians. But the top three are neither Kardashian nor Jenna nor Beyonce. Okay, so who are the top three? Who do you think? Well, number one is Cristiano Ronaldo, but then the next one is... What? Yeah, he's the most followed celebrity in the world on Instagram. But, um... Okay. Number two is a singer, number three is an actor. Who do you think they are? Because it really surprised me, but then not that much, but still I was like, huh. I'm trying to think maybe who is, like, present on Instagram, because it might not be that they're, like, a massive, like... Well, yeah, obviously they're going to be a massive star, but like... It's not Lady Gaga, it's not Beyonce. I was Beyonce, just about to say yeah. Lady Gaga. Mm. Ariana Grande is number two. Oh, really? And then the third one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. <laughs> like, that, I mean... third most followed. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. But I was like, I didn't know he was like this big. Me, yeah. Physically, yes. Yeah, but, yeah, I mean, sure, he is The Rock, but... Um, just really baffled. More than Beyonce, more than Kim Kardashian, I'm, more than I'm, Kylie Jenner. Interesting. So what, and what's their kind of, what, what's their presence on Instagram? What's their vibe? I mean, Ariana Grande, maybe I understand. Yeah, because I think she's very into the, the online fandoms too. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah, that's her. That's her gig. And, and Dwayne mostly promotes, well, he it's videos of him working out and then promoting Jumanji and then... Right. There was like this one Instagram TV story where he promoted ice cream that he co-created and he had like this freeze and open it and there was just like 70 <laughs> hand-signed pins of like... Bless I, him. I follow him. It's fun, yeah. <laughs> to be honest, who... And this is the thing. Who who doesn't know The Rock and who doesn't like him? Everyone likes him. And it's been a good year for him, Jumanji. And then um, I actually have a really fun story about him because I was in a um, job interview the other uh-huh. day. And they were like, so what movie did you watch recently that you didn't like? And how would you like sell it positively still if you had to like promote the movie? Oh, this is a fun interview question. And I was like, Oof, damn. And I had like 45 seconds to prepare. And I was like, I loved all movies I watched recently. I like yeah. Parasite, like, like everything I've uh-huh. seen. And then the only movie I could think of, because I was like, I'm going to go with like a big franchise and say yeah. it's lost its spark. And I was like, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Because <laughs> I've never seen a single Fast and Furious. And I was like, yeah, so Fast and Furious, <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. I just didn't enjoy that much. I feel like the franchise kind of lost, franchise lost its spark. But if I had to sell it, I would sell it like with the star power of The Rock and Idris Elba. And then they seemed satisfied. But I was like, 
I feel like no one must watch this movie. Obviously, obviously. <laughs> supposedly it's really good. Like well, the, it kind of revived the franchise. Well, the thing is, is that I, the, again, the Fast and Furious franchise, like some of them are amazing. Some of them are totally nonsensical, but they're all isn't just like, kind is, is of Tokyo, like... Isn't Tokyo Drift just like completely wild and off the, yeah, off the rails? Wild, yeah, wild, but also really good. But then there's a there's a couple, because there's just there's so just, what, nine, ten? many. Yeah. A million, really. And, and they'll keep coming, yeah. And they will. Of course they will, but um, but they're kind of they do what they say on the tin. They're very like action. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. It's all you know. There's a maybe like a couple of sincere moments that are acted in a way that is semi believable. And I don't know. I I kind of they are what they are, and I kind of like them for that. Hmm. They're kind of mental. Maybe I should watch them. Maybe I should watch Hobbs and Shaw, and if I like like tone, I'll I'll go back to the old ones with yeah. Paul Walker. Yes, there you go. Well, I mean, actually, the the Rock's uh, dad just died, didn't he? Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. he was a professional wrestler, wrestler also. Because yeah. you know that's how Rocky Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So um, very tragic. Yeah, condolences to um, the Rock and, yeah. and the whole family. God, I used to absolutely love wrestling when I was really? there. Yeah, huh. I was really into it. But my brother had a PlayStation 1 and uh, mm. he had the wrestling game and you would make your own avatars and just wrestle. And I used to watch it on a Saturday religiously. How do you feel about Glow, the Netflix show that's now been cancelled? I I was really into it. My best friend loved it and was always trying to convince me to watch it. Oh, shout out, Agnes. Oh, <laughs> love Agnes. She's going to be shading me. And then I watched a couple of episodes and I liked it mm. but I it, well, it, didn't, it didn't keep me completely th- engaged yeah, yeah didn't connect to me uh, the looks I loved I loved the aesthetic oh absolutely of it. and I love lovely. Alison Brie she's, she's yes, fab yeah absolutely and I also think like in a way because we saw lots of very influential kind of 80s uh, silhouettes and makeup looks and stuff and I think Glow is quite a big part of that maybe yeah. even just like to revive the interest yeah, in without, style yeah, yeah. without um, without even maybe realizing it but the lycra was, yeah the lycra the big hair the neon like the uh the big shoulders we we saw it all in 2019 so and we'll be seeing many things in 2020 on netflix because just when we yeah. thought that disney plus and apple tv uh were gonna be the new streaming giants netflix is just like popping them out left and right is gonna yeah. Show all 21 Studio Ghibli movies. Yep, I think that's coming out next week. I think as so. As far as I'm aware. And there's um, so many originals. Haunting of Hill House Season 2, Sex Education Season 2, yep. um, then um, You Season 2. Yeah. Uh, just um, And then Lock and Key, which is a graphic novel adaptation I'm really excited about. Oh, and that's the October nice. Faction, a lot of graphic novel adaptations that look really well made. And that's really cool because, mm. do you know what? It's like uh, if we... So, some of my favorite things initially, The Walking Dead, which was uh, comics. The initial seasons, I loved. Oh, me too. And then I just stopped watching. And then uh, like I mean, everybody else, how yeah. many seasons can you make that are exactly the same? But and anyway, the, the, the graphic novels have finished. Like they've concluded. Yeah. Have they really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Then we really should. I've, I've, read the, I've read the ending of the um, graphic novels many times, but I keep forgetting what it is. Oh, really? Oh, I might have to go and have a look at that just to know. Um, the End of the Fucking World is um, based on a graphic novel. Is it? Yes. Um, which I think really helped it in a, like, uh, to have a point of view for the second series because they mm-hmm. brought in a character that was in uh, the... 
in the comics and there are I think there's opportunity for lots more to come from that yeah um but yeah so I think generally speaking these adaptations of graphic novels have been really good for really my, well, yeah, yeah so uh so that's exciting I'm excited well uh, another show that's long running is Grey's Anatomy and um Justin Chambers is leaving after season 16 and he's been there since the beginning and 16 seasons another man. show that should be given the it's like beating a dead horse absolutely I mean how many more medical emergencies can who there can be who can they kill off who, yeah, who, who just... is there left to sleep with who do you know it's crazy it's yeah it's it, just show that's gone a little bit past its peak and now it's just kind of like dragging along. Yeah, and then um, th there's also kind of uh, spin-offs, right, from Grey's Anatomy? They had private practice yeah. for, for like a couple of seasons. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And there's like the Chicago Fire or something. Like they've had some crossovers with like other shows. Right, yeah. exactly. So, I yeah, that whole, I mean... Does anyone still watch it and does anyone still feel as attached to it as they did just, in the beginning? No, I don't I, think I just so. Don't, I, don't, I don't think so. But I mean, if you're in there, I guess it's a it, it's a good job to have as an actor and it makes money still, I suppose. So, yeah. So, I mean, who are we to judge? Well, one thing that's not happening is um, the Lizzie McGuire reboot. It was announced, everybody was hyped about her, like now living in her 30s. The entire original cast uh, pledged to return. Pictures of them on set, like they filmed a couple of episodes. And then the showrunner uh, dropped out and was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, do you, you don't know the reason why, really? It wasn't announced, no. but apparently they're now going to go in an entirely different direction and put the project on an indefinite hiatus for now, which is never a good sign. Well, I mean, that just means, sorry it's, guys, not happening. Which is really <laughs> sad, because like, they got all the actors on board and... I think they maybe just realized they didn't have enough to make it into like a compelling sure, storyline. Yeah. Sure. And I think uh the the issue is is that you just create hype around something that was uh you know, had had a following and had that nostalgia for people and people run with stuff like that, don't they? And they get really uh yeah. kind of attached to the idea of there being another one. Yeah, but and then many shows not. are just like ch children of their time, so it's hard to. Yeah, I mean, I do. I mean, also, I think it's been announced that there's going to be a new Princess Diaries. I don't know if you've heard oh, this. Oh yes, and um, both Anne Hathaway and uh, Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. I was going to say Julie Andrews. <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> I was like, my gay card revoked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are returning? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I, I love them both. I love Princess Diaries. I am I'm curious to see how they're gonna because it's no longer you know uh, it feels like everything's been introduced. Maybe they should take some inspiration from Meghan and Harry. <gasps> and she's leaving the and monarchy she's for leaving. love. Mm, and then her grandma's like, Oh, this could actually work. This Hello, anybody uh, who is working on the new I know Princess you're Diaries, um, please call in because I can be an, an assistant script editor. Yeah, I've, I've got it down. I've got some key ideas. So I... There's something I need to share because I draw. I found it. There's always random YouTube videos that keep getting recommended to me. You've showed me one earlier today, which was of an owl swimming. An owl swimming, yeah, indeed. So majestic. Who knew? It's great. It's a great. It's Absolutely it's graceful. Stunning. It's a thing of beauty. It's um, yeah. If you get a chance, go and watch it. And who knew? We all know owls are magical. We've we we've do. read Harry Potter. We've watched the films. Um, so yeah, but this is a surprise. 
Who knew? I mean, what other birds can really? Because they really swim. Penguins. It's like a breast. Penguins stroke. can dive. Oh yeah, they can dive. But they're like aqu- aquatic birds. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and then you have like ducks uh, and stuff. Ducks, but gulls. they're all like water adjacent, uh, and they float really, don't they? They don't they like do because they have hollow bones. Yes, but they don't swim. This is a real guys. This is that's true. They, this is swimming. They don't swim because the owl literally uses its wings to have like a full breaststroke. Yeah, it's it's stunning. And it's uh, like Michael Phelps of the animal world. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely right. What do we have the Olympics this year? Sorry, Tim, to interject. It. We should, because it's 2020, and 2012 was London, so 2016 yeah, 16, was Rio. Rio. 20, where are they? I don't know, because I was trying to figure this out the other day, and, you know, I, I got obsessed Tokyo. with it. Tokyo. Tokyo. Okay, okay, Tokyo Olympics. Well, July 24th to August 9th. And do you know, guys, I am so excited, because I absolutely love the Olympics, I don't, I have no reason. It has this strange appeal and you just watch different countries and compete and you're like, yes, go like Ivory Coast, get that, Ab- get that medal. Absolutely. Yeah. Because it like, I mean, it's, uh, it's a crazy thing. I don't follow any sports. Sorry. Um, <gasps> but I'm shocked. Gasp. But the Olympics, for some reason, the, the, the showmanship, the shenanigans, the drama of it all, I am so on board with. Like, when people finish those massive races and you see on their face that they have just been working their whole lives to get here. I think just because it's such a universally a- acknowledged achievement and, and you're like, yes, this has been for, for generations generations, people know this is a big thing. Yeah. And also... Obviously, it like ignites some sense of of like national pride within you, but then also it's not in the, like in the World Cup where it's just one against one. It's just everyone's competing, and you're kind yeah. of happy for everyone who's who, who wins. Obviously, you want like your people to to make it make it far, but then if somebody else wins, you're like, oh, that's fair. Yeah. Like she threw that thing better yeah. than him. Yeah, it just, and and also there are just some there, there there are always just like some nice iconic moments that come from it. I love watching the opening ceremonies. Like, yes, it's a. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's got to be beautiful in, in Tokyo because Japan has such a rich cultural history. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, I just I just love the Olympics, guys. Yeah. I am very excited. It's a excited. great thing. But that's something to look forward to. Incredible. Something I'm not looking forward to is um, the new James Bond song because it's going to be sung by Billie Eilish. Yeah, so I wonder what everybody else thinks of this, but as has been voiced before on the pod, that uh, Max <sighs> and I are not... We don't understand Billie I, Eilish. I don't think we're the... Like, I think it's one generation like younger than us who really... Yeah, and it's not that I... It's not an active dislike. It's just a kind of, I don't know where she's coming from. I love that she does her own thing. Good for her. Yeah. She's clearly talented or she, she wouldn't be as seems, big as she is. Exactly. Yeah. She's, it seems like she has lots of creative control. I think her aesthetic is very much, you know, curated by herself. A bit weird. But, hey, I don't mind. Unique. Absolutely. Um, but I don't, I, I don't want that for a James Bond song. Exactly, because because we were talking before the show, and it's like we love the Shirley Bassey songs, yeah. like just a lot of a lot of power, a lot power, of like a power ballad, a gritty power ballad yes. that brings the drama, which is why I like Adele. I was Loved like Skyfall. Amazing. Not the biggest fan of Madonna's song either. I just no. didn't think it fit the um, Die Another Day. I didn't think it fit the James Bond vibe. Really. No, I, yeah, I think you're right. Actually, maybe there's going to be some similarity between. 
Yeah. Billie Eilish and the Madonna, that kind of trying to... But then to... Madonna's still, like, very upbeat and perky and Billie Eilish is just, like, like... Yeah. Uh, and lots of kind of, like, um, I don't know, like, electronic interjections and just... Also, I feel like the... Like, Billie Eilish's fan base is just, like, diametrically opposed from the James Bond viewer base. Like, entirely different. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's very little overlap, yeah. They're uh, minimal. Very, very minimal overlap. You're right, I didn't even think about that. And they did today announce that James... Not today, but but recently, that James Bond is never going to be a woman. Yeah. They said uh, he can be any color, which, like, it was Elva. Yeah, But um, right. he's never going to be a woman. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like that's what the, the the reasoning behind it was. You can always get strong female figures. You don't have to like completely reinvent an existing figure, which makes sense. It makes sense. I, and this, this is my thing. I like... The whole revisionist project of of, of uh, taking something and then being like, oh, but it's a woman. Like, Ocean's it's 8 seem- and Ghostbusters, all yeah, female. Yeah, yeah, like, it's the same, but the twist is that they're women. Like, it's not a twist. It's not a new take. Like, can we just make stuff with women exactly, in it? Exactly, yeah. That would be nice. Absolutely. So, you know, some things, maybe. Other things, I just think... Don't be gratuitous. And also, like, don't with, give... Yeah, I think with Doctor Who, it kind of worked only because <laughs> he's a shape-shifting alien Absolutely. who is reborn into a new body. Of course. And, and and actually, when you think about it that way, why why wouldn't... Why hasn't it been a woman up until this point? Exactly. So... But then James Bond is supposed to be, like, the same person. Obviously, like, re-encountered yeah. different actors. Yeah. But yeah, I feel yeah, especially because it's kind of this nostalgic tradition of like an an old school spy who's like the romantic hero and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, and I think like there are, I I don't know. I lo- the only James Bond films I really like are like the old, yeah. cheesy, campy Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, like that era where you had like the 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 stunning Bond girls and you had like yeah you know, just like the witty yeah less of an action hero more of, of like a tongue-in-cheek kind of exactly Lothario. yeah exactly so oh, I, yeah. that's that's what I love about it so now that it's just like full-on action and it's very believable or you know I'm less into <coughs> oh bless you that's my reaction to <laughs> she, he's allergic to the new James Bond put it that way well Roger Moore once famously said uh, I was a lover Daniel Craig is an assassin I think Think. Right. Like in, in terms of like how yeah. yeah 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 which is very true yes yes yeah it's um it, it's missing like the corniness which I really it takes liked. itself a bit too seriously now for sure which yeah. is I think in the landscape of what it now is which is an action film to and be competitive sure yeah yeah exactly and people uh, it, just the sensibilities have changed around what they expect from action. And uh, and so it's kept up with that, which is, it's fair enough, but it's just not my, you know, it's not my preference compared to the yeah. old. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I love the Austin Powers films. Oh, they're great. And like, Fantastic. it's just such a spoof on the James Bond, but actually not too far removed from what they actually were like. It's Beyonce in yeah, one of them. I yeah. mean, <laughs> iconic. Absolutely love, love oh. Austin Powers. 
You know what else we love is giving out awards to people who have been the highlights and lowlights of our tea party, which means, as our name suggests, the people we like the most in this week's retrospective are gonna take the cake. People we like least are gonna be uninvited from this tea party and somebody who just keeps appearing but we're kind of over is gonna be the plain bagel because there's nothing technically wrong with them but we would just choose everything else above them absolutely so this week who's who's uninvited this week <sighs> i would um, have to say the oscars for me yeah oscars and so just, white. yeah just generally like award ceremonies not keeping up with uh yeah. With the landscape of diversity in the film industry that we now expect, and it's what we want, and it makes uh, a much better film culture, and they're just not participating in that. Missing in that out shift. on so many opportunities. Exactly, yeah. very that. So for me, uninvited, I'm not bothered by it anymore. Nah, go home. Go home. <laughs> go home, Oscar. <laughs> and so, who takes the cake for us? Who is taking the cake? I think uh, Harry and Meghan, take the cake. Take your lives into your own hands. Yeah. You do what you need to do. Mad create, respect. Yeah, create yeah. a new life in Canada. I I think it's going to be a wonderful thing yeah. for them. Also, I think it was quite clever that they didn't tell the Queen beforehand because then she couldn't stop it anymore. Because yeah, I think if absolutely. they had told her, she would have been like, no, no, you do. Yeah. Yeah, and then got her minions to, to kind of, you know. <sighs> like the corgis to a- attack information. Yeah, yeah mm. so wow. Uh, who knows what goes beyond the scenes? A plain bagel for me is going to be Billie Eilish, just because I don't see the appeal. A lot of people seem to like it as they do plain bagels, but yeah. um, I think I think I think the same. I think we'll have same. to wait for the song to come out. Maybe this it'll surprise it. us all. This is it. I mean, I can't. The, the the initially my reaction to the choice is meh. I don't think so. However, I can't base that on anything because I haven't heard the song. Red wig and silver dress. Abs- Vivian, I don't think. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think. So, yeah, we uh, we can just await its release. It'll be an exciting time. Exactly. And we could be proved wrong or we could be, you know, uh, justified. And clearly our musical opinions don't matter this much or else Dance Monkey wouldn't somehow be the global number one hit at the beginning of the year. So. Yeah, absolutely. So who who sings Dance Monkey? Do we know this? Uh, tones and I... <laughs> yeah. Wait, it's not very memorable. Um, she's Australian and her name is Tones and I. Oh, I was correct. Tones yeah. and I Dance Monkey. That's what you all apparently have been listening to. So shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> How nice. I'll be going back to the Mamma Mia soundtrack because that's what gives me strength. Again and again and again. <laughs> In these again. trying times. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we hope uh, we hope January and the new year is treating you well so far. And tune in next week with us. For a very special episode. Yep, it's going to be special. All right. And you guys will find out why. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.